535, hit us out to Laredo About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans Welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection, it's AAA And it's Mila here I'm alive, I'm alive if you're following our fantasy football playoffs Somehow, someway, I survive I dacked that ass up all the way into the losing side of the bracket. So there I am. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Speaking of alive, the Cowboys have a pulse. Whoa, yes. It was like a do 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 I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Kansas City survives a scary one. Yeah. And the NBA is starting to beat again. So let's get into yes. it. Let's start with some real positive cowboy news since this is the first time we've had positive cowboy news. I know, news. it's been like literal weeks. Uh, Yeah, so we won. Craziness. Andy Dalton's homecoming. Yeah. He's coming home. He's coming yeah, home. Yeah, he wanted to show out. He had a great game. Um, You know, CeeDee Lamb was looking good. Michael Gallup was looking good. Tony Pollard looking fantastic and fast. And Demarcus Lawrence was a monster on defense. He was everywhere. He was basically Visa, everywhere you want to be. Is that their slogan or American Express? But he was one of them. Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. He was so good, though. It was nice to see him like take over the game. I feel really bad for telling you to bench Dallas's defense because holy shit, they caused back to back to back to back to back to back to back fumbles. And they got a TD I know, from damn. someone who wasn't in the league for five years in I Alden Smith. so bad. It was... Didn't they rack up like 20-something points? Just about? Yeah. And what what was they uh what was our magic number uh for the Cowboys speaking of 20 points? I believe it had to be over 20, so. Yeah. So uh, I think the Cowboys ended with 17, but our magic number from the pit stop of what the Cowboys need to score that game to win was 20 because we told you Cincinnati couldn't score that. And the Cowboys end up getting 30, beating Cincy 30 to 7. I know, insane. So. Insane. It was it was a good game and what you saw was a lot of like Timely turnover, Cincinnati moving the ball, Cowboys either getting the stop or getting the turnover, which was great. Um, it was great to see Andy Dalton get that win, you know, returning to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So all, all in all, it was it was probably the best game the Dallas Cowboys have played all year. Yeah, I would kind of argue that too. And, you know, I, I don't know if the Cowboys are good or if Cincinnati is just that bad. They're that bad. They're that bad. I mean, but we're playing for pride here. So congrats, boys. You did it. And you guys are still locked into the t- uh, number five pick in the upcoming draft. So it, we are. if you would have won, you would have moved to three. So it's not like that win really killed you. And then also for playoffs, uh, a lot of things have to go right for us. So we have to win out every game going forward. And then the Washington football team has to lose every game going forward. So do you, who, who called Washington probably winning the division since Alex Smith came back? I believe who? we did. Who? 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 The I-35 Sports Connection. Yeah, and they've got the easiest schedule left of the teams competing for that division as well. So, you know, especially with New York, got the got Cleveland coming up, which lost a nail-biter last night. Um, mm. It does kind of look like Washington's about to make that move. Alex Smith did leave the game in the second half due to an injury, a uh, calf strain. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because if he goes away – and can't play for the next few weeks, and Dwayne Haskins comes back as that starter, there is a mentality change on that team when that happens. So so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> saying there's a chance. Saying there's a chance. Uh, but anyway, so good win for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. It, 
you know, it doesn't do anything, obviously, for this year. It's more of like a morale boost. Yeah, and, sure. and And getting that belief in your young players that, you know, you can get that win. It's just nice to not get beat up every single game if you're the yes. Cowboys defense. Like, hey, you're trash, you're trash, you're trash. So good win by them. Kansas City, on the other hand, I believe on the pit stop, we called this being a close game. Mm-hmm. We called Miami being Denver 3.0. The two-a-two-ness. Yeah, they intercepted. Uh, Mahomes, who did not have that great of a game three times. He absolutely did not. You could maybe say the first interception wasn't on Mahomes, uh, but the the last two definitely were. And you know, it's funny. Mahomes actually tweeted out. He's. I'm glad that he's humble because he was like, I have a love-hate relationship with Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. And, and if you remember last time he was there, yeah, they won the Super Bowl, but he had a terrible first half. He did, absolutely. So, so definitely that type of environment. And, and when you're going into that game and – you're, you're facing Miami, that's a team that's on the come up fighting for survival. You knew it was going to be a hard game. The Tua Tuna showed out. They they tried to win that game. Luckily, their offense wasn't that great. Your defense did step up. And what mm-hmm. was our magic number for this game for the Chiefs to score? It was 30. And we pretty much nailed it because we told you Miami was going to have issues getting, getting to that 30-point mark. So if you hit that 30-point mark, the, the game was over. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't going to be able to score with you. And even with those turnovers, it proved true because Miami only got to 27 and you got to Correct. 33. And if you're not listening to our pit stops, you are doing yourself a disservice because Absolutely. we are that damn good. Retweet. Uh, but <laughs> you go into that game and, you know, Miami's defense, we told you it was good. Byron Jones showed out. Uh, you know, he, he might not have been able to get picks as a cowboy, but he certainly did hey, in this he game. He showed up somewhere. Good for him. But it's an aggressive team. You got out. You escaped. You escaped with the win. You know, luckily Gaskin wasn't able to play for you or play for Miami, so that did help you a lot because their run game almost went non-existent, and they had to rely a lot on uh, the Tua Tuna. So good, good win for the Chiefs escaping. And yes, they didn't play well, but it does a couple things for you. If there was ever a moment where the Chiefs were going to get a big head. And, and start to lose sight of things, this game should snap them back into reality. It should show them that you have a lot to work on. Special teams showed up with the kick return, but you need, a, you need to do something on the receiving end because someone needs to step up besides Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Hardman still isn't quite there yet. Sammy Watkins still working his way back, but we need to add a weapon on that receiving front. It was great to see Clyde Edwards have a good game. Yes, yeah. he had a limited rushes, but they got him involved in the mm-hmm. passing game, so that was huge. But we need to find that second wide receiver option, I think, to be fully unstoppable. And the defense still has a little bit of ways to go. But all in all, good win. Yes. You escaped Miami. Absolutely. It wasn't a game where you thought they were going to lose. It was a game where just Miami kept hanging mm-hmm. around. So Yeah. It was a great show by them. And I'm excited for the Chiefs next weekend. Watch that New Orleans game. That that is gonna be huge. I yeah. don't think Drew Bees will be back yet. We'll know as we get closer to that game. But the one thing you know, the New Orleans does really well is run the ball mm-hmm. and the Chiefs haven't proved this year yet that they can stop that run. So with a mobile quarterback like Taysom Hill, it is going to be a hard game. And there is no receiver better in the NFL right now as far as important to their team as Michael Thomas. So there is a claim that Tyreek Hill can make to be one of the best receivers in the NFL. But as far as importance to your team, no one is more important than Michael Thomas. So I can see that. It'll be really interesting. And this guy, like you could be draped all over him. He has the best catch radius in the NFL. So seeing what your secondary can do versus him is going to be a great matchup. We'll talk about on the pit stop. Sure. Now, 
Let's start with the Mavs, but I want to start off with the sad news first. Oh. Or do you want to break the sad news? <sighs> Giannis, it's just so hard to say goodbye. Why? Why would why you, do you do that, this? Giannis? Why? why? Why did you do it over a text? Like, why didn't you just tell us? Like, why would you wait till the start of the season almost to just resign with Milwaukee? Who wants to be in Milwaukee? I know. In the winter? Come Is on, Is the cheese that good? Everybody in the NBA is upset by this except for the damn Bucks. They eat pie with cheese. Come on. Oh, yeah, that is on my list of things to try, though. Why would I mean, yeah, I want to try too, but why would you sign there? Yeah, I don't know. Stupid Giannis. I know. Anyway. Dang it. Super max deal, though. Bro, biggest contract in the history of the NBA. 220 some odd million dollars. I mean, he kind of made the Bucks relevant again, if you want to. I mean, that's what honestly, you're paying for. They haven't been relevant since forever. Since Maybe since they're in the 70s. Since the seventies, yeah. so good, good on him. Uh, good on him for kind of going through that dirt path of like staying with your team, making that franchise great, and not really following the LeBron path. So, anyways, moving on to the Mavs preseason here. Um, speaking of the Bucks, we played them twice, and you know, I think our strong suits here are going to be the three point shooting for sure, and then our bench. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, so we still get to keep those two strings from last year, right? You know, where mm-hmm. there was a moment in the third quarter in the second preseason game against Milwaukee. Milwaukee pretty much had their starters out. We had our bench uh, out, and they were able to maintain that lead. So so that was great, it, able to hold on. Or I think it was the fourth quarter. But they're able to to hold the lead, not give in, right? And then also that three-point shooting looks incredible. Mm-hmm. And Jay Rich who's more open than he's ever been, looks like he's going to be able to hold that scoring load of of Seth Curry really well because this is the most wide open he's ever been. So he looks phenomenal. It looks like a perfect fit for the Mavs. Uh, So it's really exciting. And I mean, Dwight Powell looks just as explosive as ever. Oh yeah, I'm excited he comes back. Yeah, so he's looking good. So it looks like you're going to be full strength, ready to go. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be interesting what happens when KP comes back, if KP goes back to center? Because you remember last year, he was struggling at that four. Dwight goes down and moves to the five. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the Mavs are really, really explosive. So very exciting to see what happens there. And Luka looks like Luka. He looks like he hasn't Luka. missed a beat. And I do want to talk about the schedule for this upcoming okay. year. And if you notice, we play two preseason games, both against Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So during COVID and because of COVID, it looks like the NBA is going to kind of do this like whole like regional thing. Like if you go out to play LA, you're also going to play the Clippers and probably play Sacramento. They're going to kind of like pair up your road trips to where to try to minimize the travel, minimize like the, the in between. So I like that. Yeah. Good on the NBA for that. Um, but the Mavs look very good. Luca is already, uh, he's been named a top five player for this upcoming season and is already in MVP talks. So that's going to be huge to see if he can, you know, live up to that. I think ESPN has the Mavs as the number four or five team in the West. Wow. Hey, ESPN never, ever puts us up there. Wow. Right? Yeah. Shocker. So, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing now. It's going to be interesting because if you look at the West, you have the Clips, the Lakers, both LA teams, right? Mm-hmm. You've got Denver, who was in the conference finals. Sure. You've got us. You've got Phoenix, who went 8-0 in the bubble. You've got the Jazz, who took Denver to 7. You've got the Warriors with Curry coming back and Draymond Green coming back and the number two pick. And yeah, you can't forget about the Pelicans with uh, 
the whole season of Zion. So yep, and then you still got Portland with Dame Time, McCollum, Carmelo, and Nurchik back for a whole year. Ooh. So the West is stacked like maybe they should split it up like north and south and see what happens yeah man it, it's gonna be wild and san antonio who barely missed out on the playoffs and houston who got john wall mm-hmm. so it, it's it's going to be a wild wild west uh, i mean you're talking anywhere from 11 teams being able to win that conference and just remember that only the top six make it. The rest go into that playoff or the, the play-in round right. tournament Which thing. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. So the West is going to be wild. I cannot wait for the NBA to start. And you, the Mavs have got that big Christmas Day mm-hmm. matchup against the Lakers. That'll be super exciting. Yeah, let me hit you up with um, the rest of this sketch. So uh, last preseason game is going to be on this Thursday against Minnesota. And then starting Wednesday... Um, Christmas Eve Eve, the twenty third <laughs> is going to be against Phoenix, and then, like you said, Christmas Day at seven p.m. we play the Lakers. So, so really exciting, really big stuff there. One Phoenix is a very good barometer to, of where you're going to be. Remember, this is the team that mm-hmm. destroyed the Mavs last year. It was a team that the Mavs couldn't quite beat, and Phoenix only got better. So, they're also a team that's expected to ascend. They added Chris Paul, who you know. Phoenix is even better now. So it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. And also, that LA game on Christmas Day, the Mavs have the most primetime games to only one team. Do you know who's got the most primetime games? The Lakers. The Lakers. And the Mavs got the second most. So what does that tell you about how the NBA feels about Luka? What they're planning for Luka? Like, they never did this with Dirk. They're, do, they're planning on Luka being the face of the NBA coming out. They're planning for Luka to be a serious threat for MVP. And they're planning for the Mavs to be heavily involved in the playoffs. So it's not just us homers talking about how great the Mavs are. Like the NBA is positioning it to, to be this good. So that's really exciting to see. Now, I do want to get into a little bit of baseball talk before we, we hit the end of this podcast. Okay. Yeah, uh, bad news if you're a baseball fan. It looks like the uh, start of the season is going to be a little delayed. Yeah, so they haven't gotten agreement. And honestly, if you saw the way that MLB kind of went into COVID and went into to their season, they barely had a season. They barely were able to agree on anything for it. So not really that big of a surprise that MLB is going to be delayed. Um, what is exciting, though, is that the Rangers and Royals are both making some pretty good moves, which is exciting. So Chris Young, GM for the Rangers now. I remember him from you know his MLB career, very good pitcher. A uh, lot of moves being made. Joey Gallo probably still yet to be traded, but Miner's gone, Lynn's gone. So the Rangers are, are, are making that pivot. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. The Royals have made a ton of moves, too, that we'll recap later as we get closer to MLB season. And... Uh, Honestly, the moves should be done by them, but a lot of came out of that winter meetings. But the most important news is that it doesn't look like the season's going to start on time. We're looking mm-hmm. at maybe Mayish, most optimistically. Okay. And honestly, like you would expect people to start reporting and stuff in March and spring ball and all this stuff, but it, it looks like maybe May. So mm. kind of a bummer there. Okay. But you got the NBA, and just FYI, the NBA leads in two. The Olympics. I'm so happy. Yeah. So you'll get your Olympics back in 2021. 
yet to be determined on what that means for USA basketball. Um, I think they'll make that determination as we get closer to the Olympics on like who will play and stuff and, and how that will work. Because Wait, the M- what? Yeah, because the NBA season is going to lead up right into oh, the Olympics. Oh, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. I thought maybe we were shunned. No, no, no. So, you know, it's it's interesting who's going to play, right? Like if LeBron goes to the finals again, is he going to want to play or is he going to want to get rest? Because he would have gone back to back super long without That's a break fair. in between. Whereas someone but like LeBron, he can do that. Yeah, where someone like Curry, who hasn't played well till, uh, since March, will probably just be itching to keep playing basketball. So it'll be interesting to see what the NBA does yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. And we get wrestling back. Yep. Absolutely. Olympic wrestling and breakdancing in the Olympics. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Gymnastics too, right? That's part of this? Yeah, yeah it's all there. It's oh, all there. yes. Okay, excellent. Yeah, so... That's what we got there. Look out for uh, our big uh, college football challenge with 1201 Sports. It's Mm -hmm. coming down to the wire. We did 10 picks with them. So go listen to 1201 Sports to see how we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're up right now. We're up. Of course we are. We're up like six games with 10 left to pick. We're the knower of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at i35sportscxn. Which is also where we post our fancy football videos. I yep. hope you're enjoying pretty it. pretty funny. Yeah, I mean... You get to see the horrible camera angles from my cameraman. I mean, I'm not a trained cameraman, so I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, just letting everybody <laughs> out there know I'm not always that snorlaxy looking. But uh, that's a lot of fun. We're doing, we are doing we do a different theme every week. Last week was kind of like a sports uh, sports center vibe, uh, sportscaster one. It was, it was great. But uh, we'll have another one for you guys this week. Just remember the NFL has multiple games on multiple days this week, meaning there's a Thursday game, there's a Saturday game, there's a Sunday game, there's a Monday game. So NFL overload this week. Absolute chaos. Check your fantasy lineups. Just check your, your entertainment viewing schedule because it, this is the start of the year where – the NBA or the NFL starts to play on Saturdays. But once again, hit us up at I-35 Sports CXN. We out.